I want to show you a trick mother showed me when you weren't around. Welcome to Spellburn, a podcast covering the Dungeon Crawl Classics role-playing game and old-school adventuring. It's time to party like it's 1974. Welcome to Spellburn. In just a week, we will all get the chance to travel back to the Purple Planet, the DC sword and planet setting of Harley Stroh and Doug Kovacs waxes into our collective consciousnesses once again. The weirdling sun beats down upon us. What dusty din approaches from the broken wastes? A gaggle of third-party publishers. Hark! It's the Purple Planet Horde. Welcome to Spellburn. Hello. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Woo. Great to be here. I, uh, I I especially like Hark. Hark was good, yeah. Hark. I like had to write this up like you know, just the other day. You gotta give mm-hmm. me a break. No editing at all on that. I'm here with <laughs> the judges Jay, of course, Judge Julian and Judge Jen, and I'm Judge James. Yes, you are. I am indeed. Indeed. Well, we still desperately need your love and emails at spellburnband at gmail.com. We have an action-packed show tonight, so we are not going to do, um, we're not going to go down to the crypt and visit the zombie tonight. Thanks, but, but emails are piling up, and we uh, we have got a few, so thanks for those writing in. But we need more, so write in and send us some emails at spellburnband at gmail.com. And with that, let's go on over to the tavern and Judge Jen, looking at you, uh, tell us what's going on. What the heck is going on? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll try to make mine brief because I know we've got a lot of people in the wings here in our green room. And yeah, we want to talk to them more than anyone wants to hear from us, really. Uh, So let's see if I can do this in 90 seconds. We've started Gen Con Event Reg already. Yes, even though the event is in August, we're already taking submissions on the Goodman Games website. Go hit it. Um, I'm prepping for a a set of management meetings in San Francisco uh, with the boss, I'm sorry, the Dark Master, uh, next week. And then after that, we've got Gary Con and like 48 other cons this year. And I actually got to play or run something. I ran a Lankmar playtest for Marzio uh, right around New Year's. Nice. House of Jade and Shadows. Ooh. Yes. Very, very much coolness. The cover looks awesome. They're already, they're already pimping that. They're already promoting it. That really blows my mind. It used to piss me off as a customer when I would see an ad or something or 
like one of the distribution ads for this product that has been so hush hush that Joseph wouldn't even mention it during like the what's new with Goodman Games seminars. No, no, it, it it's kind of a secret. We'll tell you about it later. Well, it's right here on this website and then it floats around, you know, social media and then it's no longer a surprise. And, and then it's on Amazon Prime and you can order it like three months in advance. Anybody can sell anything on Amazon if they want to. Uh, they don't even have to have all the proper information, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm getting over being upset about that. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Julian, how about you? I am getting ready for the local con, con of the north. And uh, we are uh, I'm doing actually kind of the same stuff I'm doing at Gary Con, which I've also got uh, my events out there. So a local con in a few weeks here, kind of the north 16th to the 18th of Feb. And then Gary Con, obviously, running my uh, casement of Xantha funnel. And for the first time in meat space, the sickeningly deadly Nowhere City Street Crawl where you play a bunch of first-level wizards who have to come up with a million dollars by sunrise. So, um, yeah, that gets that gets pretty ugly pretty fast. But it should be funny. I promise you, you'll die funny if you sign up. That's my <laughs> promise to you. Um, had a great time with John Carnes playing Crypto Science Wizard last weekend. That was a good Skeeter Green adventure there. And uh, But I also wanted to just take a second to say RIP for Janelle J.K.'s. Um, one of my favorite adventure writers, I've run, uh, adventures from book of treasure maps, uh, numerous times, Lone Tower, mm. Tomb of Aethering, The Damned, Crypts of Arcadia. I haven't even broached, you know, Caverns of Thracia and Dark Tower and like masterpieces, but it kind even those three are terrific con games. And, uh, I mean, way ahead of her time in terms of putting stuff together and how, uh, I mean, it has that old school flavor, but uh, pretty well thought out and planned and hangs together. Uh, it's fun housey, but maybe a little more integrity than that and stuff like that. Anyway, um, just a fantastic pioneer in gaming and will totally be missed. Amen on that. Judge James, how about you? Oh, Let's see. Oh, I got to start uh, playtesting River of Lies this uh, past weekend with the hometown uh, Ipsy Arbor Arbor uh, Archivals. Um, so Don Stroud and Mark Donkers and and a bunch of other guys. Um, so got some good feedback. Uh, steaming along on finishing the writing for that should be uh, right right done by the time our our crowdfunding's finished. So perfect timing. And then I am also going to get to go to a, a con, a small con. It's a uh, miniatures con. It's in Flint. It's a Flint con. But they play some, uh, somebody's coming and playing some Pathfinder. And I figured, well, why not give it a whirl, go up go up uh, an hour away, a uh, city I used to go party in when I was a kid, and uh, and and see what the Flint con's like. This is at a church, so there'll be no... No partying, no goth <laughs> alternative dancing at this place, I don't think. Uh, but maybe I'll go to some of my old haunts afterwards. Um, and In front of the DCC to church. That's perfect. Yeah, it's, for, it's a fundraiser for a Lutheran uh, a school. Mm. There you go. Go up there and play some games. Help the school. All um, right. 
And then I've got a project coming up. You might have, everybody might have heard of that too. And we'll talk more about that later. Hmm. Okay. Like maybe now. <laughs> Tell us more. Well, wait. First order of business: uh, stuff that's coming up and stuff that uh, happened. I guess we got to do that before we move on, right? It's helpful. Yes. Yes. I'm jumping it's ahead. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead. Uh, Indie RPG Creator Summit. How was that? Enlightening. I was at work. I was at work too. <laughs> <laughs> I have the record. I can watch the recordings, but I haven't had any time. Mm. Listen to them. Listen to them like podcasts. Yeah. A lot of times they don't even have a visual in the background. So. Yeah. Working. Yeah. Working is always a meeting. So, which is kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Starting to understand this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you've got to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but it's also February and we know what February is. Dun, dun, dun. Zine Quest. Oh, yeah. Zine Quest. I'm like, what did I forget? <laughs> my wallet is horrible, James. <laughs> it's, my wallet's going to die and my bank account's going to be emptied. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All the zines are, are coming. There's a lot. I'm going to list them. There's a lot. This is a huge list. And I don't even know if this is all of them. This doesn't even include Purple Planet. Let me just say that. Yeah. Joey Royale, our main man. He's got his Ninja City, uh, Drug Demon Disco coming out on Kickstarter. Sean Richer, who was just on the show at the end of the season. Wow, his yeah. Snake Wolf Mega Dungeon, 400-page Mega Dungeon, remember? Snake Wolf 3, right? Snake Wolf 3, that's coming Four, out. 400-page zine. 400-page zine. Get ready. Uh uh, Gregory, no audiobook no version. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he'll probably press it on vinyl. <laughs> I dare him to. I want to buy that. Um, uh, I ran into. Uh, I I noticed this is a Kickstarter that happened like maybe sometime in 2023 for Jer's Home, and it and it failed. And I don't. You know, it's one of those times where like there's so much content out, and if you're not uh, well connected. Uh, sometimes you can get lost in the shuffle. And mm. so he reached out to me, Gregory Norton, uh, Electi Studio, and he's kickstarting, or backer kit, he's on backer kit for this one, Jar's Home. He'll be right alongside all the Purple Planet stuff. So check him out. He's brand new. It's really pretty, pretty book. It's it's kind of a little like, um, uh, it's a nicer kind of, it's a color layout. So it's a, it's a 3.5-ish you know, nicer than that, kind of a, a little warmer than that, but it's a it's a nice layout uh, for Jer's home. So he's going to hardcover or something. Give him some love. He's brand new to the scene, so check him out. And then Elixir of Casomodes. Does anyone know anything about that? Because it looks amazing. No. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I I'm, will I will link these in the show notes, assuming I can find all of them. Uh, I I can find links. I have I can do that too. I'll help out. Okay. Uh, we, we will have links. We will have links. Uh, Exhuming John Barleycorn. Uh, that that's uh, Jeff Regner. That's coming out soon. Pilgrims Ooh, one for Shutter Mountains. Yeah. Yeah, Shutter Mountains. Mm. Pilgrims on the Goblin Road, which I think is Matt, Matt Funk's uh, newest project. I Sounds think. Right. And then 
H2O Apocalypse, punk, like surfer punks must die, except for it's a role-playing game setting. Hmm. It sounds perfect. Schmeg forever, if you know that movie. And the Goblins uh, for DCC RPG. Oh, and it doesn't stop there. DCC Pulp Heroes from Father Goose, Jeremy Schumann, and then Silum 1 and 2, some DCC zines. I'm tired. Wow. That is a ton, and there's probably more. There's probably more. There's probably more. So just Google um, ZineQuest DCC, but we'll we'll throw a bunch of links in there. We might even get some extra ones if we get them. And throughout the month, as new ones come up, you know that if they are related to DCC or MCC, uh, the Goodman page will promote them as well. You got it. Yes. It'll be in emails and everything. They have to send two emails, actually, for all this. And those emails get so long, they get truncated by Gmail. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's a thing. (laughs) All right, James, I know you're tired. Are you up for this? Uh, I'm recovered. (laughs) Shall we summon the horde? Blow the war horn. Summon the horde. Uh, Yeah, never have you uh, before have you seen such an act of folly as the Judges Jay have brought forth all the warlords from the Purple Planet, assembled by the Dark Master himself, the Purple Planet Horde. horde. Uh, This is quite possibly the last time we ever do this as well. (laughs) Welcome! Hey! Hello! Hello. Woohoo! We got peoples! Yes, we do. All right. Uh, We'll start with uh, Warlord Ed. Uh, uh, tell us who you are and tell us what's going on uh, for you in the Purple uh, Planet oh, uh, Horde. J- James, can we, can we, before we go, oh, we'll, oh. we'll do Ed first, but can we just talk about the Purple Planet a little bit and just. Oh, yeah. yeah what yeah, is yeah. that? I mean... What the heck is it, actually? <laughs> for some people. Right. Not if you're in DCC, if you live in DCC 24 seven, of course, you're like, hey, the purple planet. I have a kid. Yeah. But um, the purple planet, right. The original one of the original DCC settings from Goodman Games, the original. Was it the first before Shuttermund for Chain Coffin? 2015. Same. Yeah. Um, three years ago, no, it was after like Chain Coffin. OK. Because well, the, um, the uh, Kickstarter was hashtag bury the coffin. Oh, it's weird okay. the things you retained from a decade ago. Sorry, uh, indeed. <laughs> well, it is, um, it's an old, it's one of our, you know, quote unquote old, uh, DCC settings. It's Sword and Planet, it has radium guns, it has crazy savage creatures, lots of tombs, mushrooms, hostile flora and fauna, amazing. Kovacs art. I think this is an art project. It's cover to cover. I mean, DCC has always amazing Doug art, but this thing is like a Doug project in itself. Yes. So, and it's really different. When I say I was looking at it last night, and it's you, you feel it right away that this is a Doug project. You're like, oh wow, it all the insides and of every book and all the player handouts and et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, even the, the cover is like an homage to the old Frazettas. Oh yeah, and it's the got Conan. the old. Uh, I mean, beautiful I found painted that cover. Conan uh, issue. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's it's really terrific. Um, 
Doug Arden's course, we've got Stefan and others in there as well. But um, it's it's I noticed the box set is out there going for 250 to 350 bucks on eBay. Yes. Um, so it's well sought after. So they're reprinting it. They're adding some stuff that's coming out as adventures on the purple planet. Segway, James. Ah, and then there's uh, the purple planet horde. Da, da, which, da. which the dark master asked us, uh, several publishers to join him on this, uh, crazy mission of kickstarting of, of, Kickstarting our own Purple Planet books alongside the reprint effort. And uh, Indeed. that's where we're at. It's crazy. And we've so got to be some... clear, you each have your own backer kit projects going. They're just kind of interlinked. Yes. Is that right? Yes. This is like okay. the first time uh, ever, I think ever, really. Kickstarter doesn't do this. Backer kit's just introducing it. And so this is like we're all considered... You know, uh, there's some stretch goals that that cross all the projects. There's, uh, you know, cer- oh, wow. back us back a certain number of projects, you get a stretch goal. Um, mm. So they're really coming for your wallet hard. Fascinating. So is sorry, guys, is or actually not sorry because this is the question probably everybody's trying to figure out: is the purple is the Goodman Purple Planet thing going to also be part of Backer Kit, and then the zines are also going to? Is everybody going to be on there together? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. We're, we're all launching at the same time. We're all yeah. ending at the same time. Right. And getting support on the Goodman site all together and everything. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, yes. Nice. Love yep. it. There's even murmurings that we're going to fulfill together. So, yeah. Like people don't get 12 different packages or whatever, but you just get oh. one package. So it'll all be consolidated. Ooh. I mean, I, I don't envy the people who have to figure that that out um. yeah i was gonna say glad i don't work in the warehouse that's for sure i'm an eight. <laughs> Oh no for something that size i don't know if we are properly staffed to take on three to four thousand backers i will openly admit that um maybe in a month but not right now <laughs> in, a month. in a month yeah well just need more like- coffee jen your cry for help has been noted and you know me so well <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so we've got how many other third-party people? We have Ed and Aaron with us. Yes. But also, um, I believe Tim Satley is involved, but he won't be with us tonight. Yes. Um, and then anybody else that we're missing? Uh, well, we only have, what, just two out at the moment, right? Two warlords? Yeah, but yeah. I can hear some others knocking at the yes. door. Yes. Okay. They all want in. Okay. They all want in. Ooh, They're banging yeah. on the door. Boom, boom. Give boom. it a minute. Okay, let these guys talk. James, you're in charge. All right, I'm in charge. Well, that's, challenge, that's a... challenge these warlords. That's another... First, what is your name? Hi, I'm Ed Stanek of Ray Organ Games, and my project is an adventure called Memories of the Purple Planet. I haven't answered, asked that question yet, but that's a good answer. <laughs> All right. So, also give us your elevator pitch for what is Memories of the Purple Planet. All right. The Purple Planet's days are numbered. One visionary man among the ascended masters charted a way for his house to escape the coming doom. If only he could bring, drag the rest of his clan to follow, to put down their infighting, to cooperate, 
they could all survive, if only. The party must explore the ruins of House Yuka and hope that they might find a key to their own effort to escape the planet. Can they succeed where House Yuka failed? Okay, okay, okay. All right, and uh, you, Warlord, what is your name? <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, Aaron Crater here from Studio Nine Games. Uh, we got two new booklets coming out with the Purple Planet. Uh, so we got 101 Hex Encounters, which some people may know when uh, uh, when they launched the Lankmar, we did the 101 City Encounters. And it's just a way to kind of flesh out the in-between moments when, you know, you got some known locations in your city, but it just adds texture and bizarrity to the to getting from the blacksmith to the inn and all that stuff. So this is the same thing. So in a hex crawl, especially on the purple planet, uh, you know, you got all kinds of stuff that can be happening in this bizarre decimated world, right? It's very heavy metal in my mind. I, I always think back the original heavy metal animation and I uh, uh, see a lot of that kind of playing out in this on this planet in a nutshell. And then the other one is Die Robot, which is kind of cool because Tetraplex is like a really cool patron AI from MCC that I figured is constantly sending out these kind of hyperwaves to extend his consciousness. And so he awakens all the, you know, robots in like a five galaxy radius and the purple planet happens to be in that wave. And so this essentially slave labor robot crew gains sentience. And that's your zero level funnel is you start with basically a prison break situation on the purple planet, which is, is going to be double the fun. So. As robots. Exactly. You wow. can play a non-robot, but at least half your crew has to be a robot because they, you know, the Orion Mining Company is basically taking a portion of the Purple Planet is trying to like uh, basically, you know, build a mining operation from the green shards. And so they are terraforming it a little bit to make it somewhat habitable. And so you can. Oh, we got a question. Are you including uh, stats for robots? Even as zero level, are, are they their own little class or subclass? Yeah, it's, it's going to be its own class. Okay. The sentient robot will be its own class. And actually, one of the ways you can die as a sentient robot is you return back to being a mindless robot if you burn too much personality. So they burn personality a lot in order to break their code because their code's constantly telling them not to attack humans. So you got to burn that down. And if they burn down too far, they just revert back to their old ways. Gotcha. Uh -huh. hey, important question. How annoying was it when Grape Ape and Julian were playtesting this adventure but kept trying to kill each other? Uh, on a level of zero to Kith, five being like super Kith and zero being like just some sort of like grib. I'd say it was about a 4.5, which means it was really entertaining for the judge and uh, kind of kind of fun to watch. I mean, it's you know, I loved it personally. We, we, we didn't we didn't it didn't work, really. We didn't actually man. We kept jeopardizing each other, putting our, each other in bad situations. But then it did but, end with a thermonuclear device and a TPK. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. <laughs> and you also split the party so much that you couldn't really harass each other 
yeah, that's true. Director. We were all wandering around in the woods, and, and yeah, hilarity yeah. ensues. James, I feel like this is kind of unfair because you're also one of the creators uh, oh. who's supposed to be in the panel, but you're also adjudicating this, and uh, so maybe in the sense of <clears throat> perceived fairness, she says with giant air quotes, you could tell me what this tracking table is in our show notes. Well, this is uh, you're 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 pulling the curtain back. You're not supposed to do this for the audience. Oh, we're... oh no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, actually, we have done uh, all all the stuff for Aaron and Ed. We've asked the questions that we wanted to cover. The big important three questions. We've asked some bonus questions. I want to ask Ed one bonus question, and then you're all going to have to roll test of strength. Which warlord will remain? Which warlord will be rejected? But first, the question. Uh, so, what, Ed? What's new uh, for for the Purple Planet in your project? I think I heard maybe a new house name or or something like that. Well, yeah. So there's there's a new house, and there's the various uh, technologies that they had, and um, which, of course, the the people have to try to figure out how to work with, and. If the GM is so inclined, uh, they can use the ending of the adventure to take the game in a completely new direction, which I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the, uh, the reveal on that for their players. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep that shrouded. Wow. That sounds intense. Is it off planet or is it like, can you, oh, just a little hint? Well, it has something to do with the means of escaping the purple planet. All right, all right, all right. Say no more. All right, test of strength. Roll a die 20. Who shall remain? I got an eight. An eight. I got a 17. You have been banished, Sierra and Crater. <laughs> But uh, but what about what about uh, strength bonus? Wait, okay, never eight mind. versus a seventeen. <laughs> Come on, how does this, this game work? This is a straight die twenty roll. Okay. All right, and so now we'll bring in the next uh, next uh, purple planeteer, John Cornyn. Hello. Are Hello we? There. Are we good? We're almost, almost there. there. We We're just have disembodied voice. Cool. We're almost there. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I made it. You're amazing. You're amazing, Whoa. Alana. Whoa. This is live. Switcher solos. Switcher solos. Switcher solos. Okay. Welcome, John. Uh, hey. wel welcome to the Purple Planet Horde. Welcome to Spellburn. Uh, um, let's let's get the basics out of the way. Who are you? What you doing? And and give us the pitch. All right, I'm Johnny. I made Roll Funky Dice, RollFunkyDice.com. Uh, it's just there to help remote teams facilitate their adventures. And we're headed to the Purple Planet. I rolled under my luck. I made it onto this board, and it's a fantastic board. Uh, we're looking to just add new features and try to add things and see where it goes on the Purple Planet. So we're not guaranteed to survive, but uh, it'll be fun trying. And what are you adding to the to the website to the Roll Funky Dice? So we got a lot of requests for initiative trackers just to okay. help the party keep track of who's on, who's next. 
Um, yeah. We're going to have uh, some character storage, uh, character sheet uh, stored in the cloud, and so you can access it. Um, so trying to make it wow. uh, useful for both people on the computers, but also in person. I have sadly often forgotten my paper sheet. So if I could have just, you know, gotten my phone and got my character sheet, my judge would have been pleased. Uh, and I, yeah. And are you, is this a secret? Are you doing a Kith, a Kith generator too or not? Oh, I am. I am. Yeah. So Kith will be in there. Uh, robots from Die Robot will be in there. Ooh. So this, nice. this will be nice. Yeah. Mm. And the Kith, like we keep saying that, but if you don't know, they are a purple planet race of savage, whatever, right? Barbarians. Um, barbarians, right. right. Yeah. They're kind of, they're maybe a little somewhere between an orc, a beast man, and a 2014 Doug Kovacs type. I definitely think of Almeric, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the book. A picked, a Robert E. Howard picked or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Picked in an ape, or I don't know, something like that. Who knows? So essentially, what I'm hearing, Johnny, is that uh, the funds raised will help for things like storage capacity and the code, you know, getting the labor in to do the coding and everything. Yeah, exactly. The coding, the, the hosting, everything. Yeah. The nice. stuff that we all take for granted. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been free. It's free now. Um, but I I hope to upgrade it and that takes some fun. So we'll see. Well, cool. Yeah. Because you're talking about having to like create uh, users and you know, account management and things like that. If you have people storing assets under their own accounts. Yeah. That, that's big. That's a big change. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, hmm. What shall we ask Ed? Yeah, I was going to pass it to Julian. What do you want to ask? Uh, I want to ask, what is the part of Purple Planet that sings to you and lights you up? What's your favorite thing or, and or the thing that made you want to do, you know, a Purple Planet project? For me or John? Uh, For you, Ed. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go first, Ed. You you won a feat of strength, so I, I yeah. Think yeah. You've got everybody intimidated. You better <laughs> you better go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, the the general exoticness is that a word? Uh, yeah. Exoticity. Anyway, uh, the the craziness of the, of the setting itself is just uh, I, I I'm I find. Uh, campaign settings that are that are very strange and alien to be uh, be a very cool thing to uh, to put players into. Fair, nice. yeah, nice. And and it is different. You know, you're not going to be. It's not elves and dwarves and fighting the dragon and and you know the old man in the tavern type mm-hmm. you know setting, right? So it is definitely if you're looking for something to kind of shake up the snow globe the purple snow globe um that would work in fact that first adventure that harley did is all about taking your you know quote unquote vanilla they're not really vanilla that's not the right word taking your standard dcc characters and bringing them to the purple planet which is a dangerous place yeah i think all the all the books around that i mean almiric starts that way he's transported there and um Mm. and uh the 
Jose John Farmer, yeah, yeah, John Carter, Jose yeah. Farmer, um, all those guys are kind of plunged into a, a totally alien environment with nothing, and they take over. That's um, somebody wrote the book. Maybe I should write the book about the guy who died, who just gave him. You know, he was like curled <laughs> into a ball, hid under a blue cactus, and just died. Man, it wouldn't be a great novel, but um, more anyway. like a poem. I think it's more of like yes. a poem. Yeah, more of a poem. Haiku, maybe. Judge, what, Judge John, I'm going to give you the question. What do you, what uh, what what sings for you? I think what sings is all the source material for the purple planet. You guys have already been talking about, but. Just getting a reminder of what that is and diving back into it, it's going to be fantastic. I, I never read the Almeric stuff. What is that? I mean, I'm, I know that's not what we're here to talk about, but give me the – is somebody – somebody's read Almeric. I, give me, like, the 30-second version of it. I did. Uh, it's it's Robert Howard's um, Sword and Planet adventure, basically. Mm. It's it's actually – it's one book. Uh, it's a pretty quick read. Um, uh Actually, not a bad plot. You know, it's, he kind of gets is immersed in the, amongst the beast uh, men, and of course falls in love. The women are totally look like human, but the men are all like beasts. And then, um, and then they they free themselves from the yoke of the the evil uh, bad 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 things across the planet. Are there uh, radium guns like Barsoom? Nope, they're it's pretty primitive. Uh, I'm trying to remember if the bad guys had any particular technology. Julian, Julian, they, we have guests with us. Come oh, on. sorry, oh, okay, sorry. Okay. They have guns. I think they had zip guns or something. They were shooting each other with rifles. Yeah, they had and, like and basic we, muskets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, that's pretty. If cool. you let the guys pontificate amongst themselves, they will. Nothing I will ever get this. done. Nothing <laughs> will ever get done. Chop, chop, we're on a schedule. I mean, we're, on a, we're on a schedule here. It's time for a test around. of strength. We must have a test of strength. Oh, Johnny. the hot die got beat. Woo. Johnny rolls an 18 over Ed's 15. Ed, Dang. you are dismissed. Wow, and that was epic. Ed even beat his last roll and still lost. Uh, actually, I think he was low. Oh, he rolled a 17. 17. Yeah. Oh, he took a step oh, back. Sorry, that was a no. That was a prior. Oh god. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Okay. So that was a close one. Now you get me. I'm next in line. I hey, James, tell us about yourself. Warlord of the Purple Planet, claim my rightful throne. And what <laughs> All <is> right. <laughs> I'm I'm James Fosnell. I'm a co-host on this show, and uh, you. Should know me by now, I would hope. Um, my project is project. yes, I will. Uh, <laughs> my project is the River of Lies. River of Lies is a third level adventure. Uh, we I take a good portion of the God of Mars, mix in a little bit of Death's Master by Tenneth Lee, and then just a sprinkling of Citadel of the Autarchs by Gene Wolfe. So, uh, so some Valley of of the of Is. Uh, action kind of is the setting and you'll get to find out some terrible things and interact with green flow and uh, and hopefully save the universe now what's this we hear about a free drop-in encounter Ooh, you want to take that or shall i johnny you can take that sure you're the reigning master i must defer oh, to you yeah so yeah so if we get enough of our projects back together 
those uh, backers will get a drop-in encounter for each project back. Yeah, yeah. Every every project is doing a drop-in encounter. It's a one-pager, maybe just front, maybe back and front. But it's a one-pager, kind of a little mini encounter or adventure set in the Purple Planet, maybe associated with your, your project, maybe not. Uh, but it's just something a little extra that if the, if the project funds and every project's doing it, uh, it's like a, if we get to the funding level, you get you get a, a drop-in encounter. Not if, when. Be optimistic. When, yeah, right. when, when, all the, <laughs> when your project funds, you all get That's right. That's right. And so you'll get, you know, the, all the ones you back, you'll get their drop-in encounter. The ones you don't back, haha, you won't. Huh. So back them all. Oh, man, that's a hellish way to play to the collectors. <laughs> Joseph is devious. The Dark all Master. catches out there, man. <laughs> the, the Dark Master isn't called the Dark Master for nothing. Hey, you got that. <laughs> all right. right. Julie and I, I yield the floor to you. I think I think we need to bring on our other warlord here, right? Um, are we ready? All right, so all right. Up. All right, I shall roll. And Judge James with an eleven. Oh. I and rolled twice. He tried to roll twice. So I'll just take my eleven. Yep. <laughs> oh, but it still beats Johnny, who rolls a nine. Yes, Ooh. I am triumphant. Bummer. Oh, let's, it's been lovely having you here, John. Um, Elena, that means... Oh, geez. Who is up next? That Martin. More Lord Unicky. <laughs> Yay! Hello, Martin. Hello! I have hey. arrived. I have come. Welcome. You're very Welcome. glad for it. Uh, who are you? Uh, what's your name? What you making? Yes. So I am Martin Bunicky. I am with Gaming Honors, and we are writing a second level adventure on the Purple Planet called Oh Happy Dagger. Mm. And that is a literary reference. Uh, I have a weakness for uh, literary references in my modules. So that's, yeah. that's all chimeras, great and small. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you don't have to dig too far, and they all start to kind of appear. Chaos before the mass. There's a lot. There's a lot of lit in uh, gaming honors modules. You're not like a English professor or something by day. Terrible rumor. No, <laughs> no, nothing. There's nothing. I've I've heard those stories. I have. I've heard that <laughs> they're on the internet. But uh, no, you're a warlord through and I, through. I am a warlord, which is actually a lot like being an English professor. Very nice. Well, no, but uh, is this? Do we ha get a purple Capulet and a and a yeah. mauve? Uh, what's the other one? I forget. Montague. Yeah, very good. So, um, yeah, in a way, right? So when I was invited to be part of this project, I had to go back and read through all the source materials, and I really think probably on the first page of Harley's adventure, he talks about these two houses hmm. eternally at war. Like that's that's Ooh. how he lays it out. It, I mean, I don't know if he meant to reference Shakespeare, but it's the same plot, right? So you've got these two ascended masters, and all I did was, well, imagine if one of them fell in love with a member of the other. And so, yeah, in this adventure, your party, whether you've been brought to the purple planet from a um, another dimension through a portal, 
or whether your name has begun to sort of gain renown on the purple planet, uh, Druliad sends her kith nurse <laughs> to find to find you uh, because she needs to she needs you to carry her uh, her 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 group of people. They're sort of nanites, na you know, like sort of nanite uh, technology that can sort of decorporeate. De they can just turn into dust. She needs a party to carry her dust in a safe vessel to uh, her rendezvous with her lover. And so you are oh. going, you're going to be carrying Juliet in this iron cat, you know, this iron box uh, across uh, the purple planet while her angry relatives are chasing you and all the other things you run into in the purple planet uh, happen to hopefully, uh, you know, reunite her with her love. Wow. If, if, hmm. if that's the way the story goes, because I've actually read uh, how to write adventure modules that don't suck. And one of the lessons I learned is you shouldn't give people the story they think they're expecting. So I'm just, you know, that's the broad outline, but lots of things can happen. Hmm. Nicely played. I, I will say, just as a funny note, I have been working on something that has a little bit of a germinal, famous Shakespeare thing going. So it's mm. funny. It's funny how these things happen. But anyway, enough, enough about that. Yeah, well, he, he's it's hard to avoid Shakespeare, oddly well, enough. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. I mean, I also took inspiration from the sword. So what do you, you know? Yeah, and I, I will say that uh, in terms of inspirations, I was having a lot of fun writing this. Uh, so Lloyd Alexander's The Pradane Chronicles, the book of three. Maybe this is a deep cut, but there is a there is an episode that may occur, uh, which I just totally was like, oh, I want to have that happen. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a little bit of Pradane Chronicles in there, too. Nice. So, so what's now you can't be like warring houses, blah, blah, because that, you know, no. So but what's tell us what you love about the Purple Planet. Yeah. So, um, I mean, a lot of what people have said and for me, it, it is sort of the it's John. It's John Carter for me. That's the literary reference for the Purple Planet. Um, I really liked the sort of so, I mean, a couple of things, Julian, I, I really liked the task of getting to play in somebody else's playground. Like this is a new, this is, this is new for me, right? That to have, to be able to take up Harley's world and, and learn about all these creatures and sort of build a story in it. I really love that. Um, and I also love that the planet itself is so unforgiving. Like you say, like what makes it shine? Um, it's that just daily living is difficult, which it's easy to, to when you're playing other uh, role playing games to just sort of forget that, right? It's like, well, mm. if, if I'm not fighting an encounter, I'm not in danger. Um, when I was doing my first sort of play test on the Purple Planet, my players were like, let's just call this Death Planet. Like they just got so worn down by just the, <laughs> the difficulty of the setting. So I've, I've really enjoyed that, like trying to r work around that kind of uh, deadliness of the place. Mm. And, and and it's a good place for us to mention it has like the sun actually uh, drain. Is it stamina? Stamina. The, the sun is so powerful on the purple planet that it actually drains your stamina. So, of course, there's ways to deal with that and work around it and all. 
and all, all sorts of other treasures and potions and mushrooms. And there's a heavy mushroom type thing going on. <laughs> on the yes, there is. Well, so enough said about that. But anyway, it's a family day. It's a family show. But um, yes. uh, I, yeah, I well, have a question for James before we uh, do the, the sparring between these two. The test of strength. Yes. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm as an editor, I should stick with the given structure. Yes, test of strength. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so uh Judge James, what does rune three really mean? Ooh, this is uh this is a a difficult question. Uh many, many have tried to crack uh the exact meaning of the rune, the third rune. Um, it is an ending of things. It's an ending, uh, not just of, you know, typically people think of it as deactivating their device, but it's an end of things. It's a, an end of the halcyon world uh, that was the purple planet before the weirdling sun waxed um, dangerous and destroying the cultures that had flourished on the planet previously. A wee bit philosophical there. Well, there is, I should mention, because this is an important part of all of this, is that every Purple Planet Horde member, that's not Joseph, but if if every Purple Planet Horde member funds successfully, all of the creators, all the Horde members will will give you their interpretation of what the runes really mean. Now, this could have been from charlatans or prophets or scientists, each trying to make their own way of trying to figure out what these ruins really mean. It's been lost to the ages, you know. And so I've been thinking a little bit about this, which is why I put the question in here. Fascinating. Yeah, so it's a cool, it'll be another one pager, like both sides, basically, of uh, uh, runic interpretations. It's it's really a pretty wide open as to what's what they're why they're there like they make all this equipment work but like why why do they look the way why are there eight of them why do you have to press them why is the third one turn the thing off why does the eighth one turn it on who knows so we're all going to take a crack at making up stuff and you decide in your campaign what it really means yeah, I have to tell you, James, I had uh, too much fun with that because I ha my rune lore is written by a scientific advisor for one of the ancient houses, and by rune and progressively as he's describing what he's discovered through the runes, he's more and more taking shots at a colleague he feels like is after his job, and so by the end, it's like, yeah, he's talking about the runes, but basically he's just trying to discredit his competition. Like I just like that's hilarious. Totally sideways with it. But, <laughs> You will learn about the runes too, but really, you just learn about this poor, pathetic uh, academic. That's hilarious. Why would I write that? And that we, is awesome. And we should mention um, the runes in Purple Planet are actually drawn; they're in player handouts, and they yeah. activate the relics or uh, artifacts or whatever you want to call them. So they're actually. Um, it's not artifact checks like in MCC. It's yep. kind of an earlier pre-MCC prototype. And you actually get that drawing and you're like, well, I pressed this one and then I pressed this one or I pressed these two together. You do that stuff and then you blow up and somewhere Doug laughs at you, um, et cetera. And, yeah, uh, your player but, actions dictate what your character is doing, whether you yeah, need it's, to or not. 
it's very like player interacts with art yes. in a very direct way that is not abstracted like most artifact oriented games. So I think that's really fairly cool and unique. And then you're doing it with like Doug stuff too. So yeah, I, and in I think fact, some of the kids do hand gestures. So you might decide you have to do a hand gesture that resembles the rune. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you have to vogue in order to use the artifact. Oh, that's gonna get awkward quick. Yeah. It's role playing. It's totally cool. It's a safe space. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Sorry. Is uh, it time for a test of strength? Test of strength, yeah. I roll a D one hundred, right? Incorrect. <laughs> oh my twenty four. He rolls a one. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I roll a 15. Strong. Bye, everybody. Warlord. Let's bring in two people anyway. Let's bring in uh, John and Ed. As we make the awkward face of hold. Yeah, we're like, we're like, yeah, yeah, Elena. <laughs> yeah. Just we just need audio cues apparently. Yeah. <laughs> We're just a little better at this. Like I said, this is the last perhaps the last time we should do such a thing. Well, no, this I think Don't go crazy. We're, we're having we're having a horde. It's a chaotic mass of exactly of kith infantry fighting each other in small groups. You just have to send Elena some uh, bribe gifts. Yeah, we we need to we need to carefully reward the Twitch mistress at some point. Fermented so. wine baskets or fermented fruit baskets. There we go. Wow. Fermented Tired. fruit baskets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Ed, 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 Ed. Tell us about your dropping encounter. Okay. So um, again, I took a uh, an angle of a yet another group that tried to come up with their own uh, their own unique approach to uh, protecting themselves from the effects of the, uh, the, the decay from the wordling sun. And uh, shockingly enough, uh, things went horribly awry and, uh, and mutated them all into, into abominations. And so now you have to deal with that. And uh, if you want to try to get what uh, what uh, cool stuff is left from them, uh, like what kind of abominations? Like okay, mineral, so this an animal, animal, and animal. Like so, this was one of the cool times of of contacting an artist and describing what I want for my commissioned piece. Okay, I, I showed a, I sent a picture of a kid. I said I need this kind of thing, except instead of arms, he's got tentacles. And that the ends of the tentacles has got these maws that are like, it's basically a cross between a, a death orm and a kith. And mm. uh, so, uh, but uh, he did, the artist did a great job with this. So uh, part of the, the drop-in will be a picture of this uh, kith with uh, tentacle arms with big old sucker ends. Hmm. I like the cut of the jib. Yeah. Nice. That just orms my heart. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, sorry. Uh, Johnny, what kind of 
stretch goals are you going to have uh, in in your backer kit setup? Sure, yeah. Uh, so one stretch goal is going to be to have a view of all the characters that you've generated and be able to kind of test them as if they were in a green room and create their dice, get them set up for your next adventure. So that's the first stretch goal. And the next stretch goal beyond that is finding uh, ways to get more original art into the interface and just kind of really bring it to life. Um, hopefully, I can get some real art in there. So not not generated art, not AI art, like real, real art, yeah. Cool. And what it, I got to ask, what inspired this uh, website of yours? Well, yeah, so really, I mean, the pandemic, we all lived through it. We got separated <laughs> by it. And this was a way me and my friends were able to continue our DCC campaign. And we did it, and then we opened it up for anyone to use. Nice. That's really cool. Talk about really embracing the community and providing something for everyone else. I'm, I think this and Purple Sorcerer go side by side. You could yeah. generate the character here and then use it over here. And yeah. 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 Props to John Marr for his character building. It's fantastic. Now you need, you need APIs between them so you can like send characters over to roll funky dice. That'd be amazing. Oh, the integrations would be awesome. <laughs> talk, From talk your to mouth me. to his ears. Yeah. From your mouth to his ears. I hope it, it happens. That'd be he, uses, he uses XML though. That's going to be rough. <laughs> Sorry. I tried to swallow it just then. I, it's stuck right here. But <laughs> You know I what I'm talking about. It hurts. Yeah. XML is yeah. very painful. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> Mine too. I got stuck. <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't gloss over the fact that John Marr has a project in this as well. He is one of the other Horde members, right? Yes, he is. He's doing, um, what's the name of it? The Orb Men, the Wrath, the Wrath of the Orb Men. And that's going to be a third level adventure. Um, uh, what's he? I don't know if he what he wrote for it here, but that's coming up. I haven't really seen too much of it. I'm looking forward to hearing what he's got to, there. And we also haven't talked about Tim's adventure either. You're right. Um, so Tim Satley uh, is doing um, shades. Of, was it shades oh, of violet well, or of some puns? Random, random wait, acts of that's violet. That's it. Random yes. Acts of Violet. Hmm. And that's a first level <laughs> adventure. Uh, so we've got, uh, if it, you know, we've got a zero level from, from Aaron Crater. We got a first level from Satley. We've got a second level from um, Martin. We got two third levels, one from me and one from John Marr, and then a fourth level from Ed. So we've kind of given you some scaffolding if you take your, your you know, zero level adventure from purple planet you can get all the way up to the main content or at least a little bit a little ways there and and there's a bunch oh. of existing purple planet adventures too so you're yes mm -hmm. very nice most of those start at fourth and go up to seventh i think there's a zero level in there as well Escape there's one there's one zero level and then there's it starts at four That's yeah you can like scale that. it down though. Sure. Yeah. Intersperse them all. 
Yeah. You got the Tomb of the Ancients, too, to kind of play with as little mini encounters, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So there's yeah. the, the little mini kind of probably one or two per session type little mini side quest type things or rando encounter type things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of content. in the, Yeah, even, don't in we that... also have the like point one, point two, and point three, the little digest size ones that came out for them besides what was in the box set? Yeah, those are sixth and seventh. Gotcha. Hmm. But, wow. Um, they'll what be in the... Want? <laughs> they'll all be in the and they'll all be in the big main book, I think, right? Yeah, right. Awesome. I believe so. I hope so. Plus two new adventures, Chessmen of the Purple Planet, which is Harley's brand new one, and then a translation from German to English, Invasion of the Purple Planet. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait for that. That's and the reveal of the uh shoot. Yes. Thothian glossary? I, yes. I'm, I'm not Uf. pronouncing that right, but yeah. We'll Uloth? Uloth? <laughs> Something like that. The full glossary will be available. Thank you. Hmm. Is this like speaking Klingon? The, in every box, there was a sheet, a one a one pager of a glossary of like something about the purple planet. Hmm. And people have been searching for the full yeah. thing for... Ever since the the box box uh, set dropped, I think there were like supposedly eight listed, but we've only ever tracked down seven between you know everyone in the uh, huge community out there. So mm. we're like all a starting ticket. to wonder. Yeah, uh, I feel like I, we we have some like dirty secret information about this. I don't know if we can reveal it. I don't think I will. I, I know I know about the other glossaries. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. I don't. I'm not on the production end of things. Come on. Okay, fine. I'm an, I'm an easy mark. I'll spill my guts. So they never printed like three of them. They never, never, never were printed. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> when I didn't know this until we got included in the project. And they gave us like access to everything. And I was like, I looked through the glossaries like, they're, they were never printed. No, you everyone's, don't. Everyone's well, going to be real mad. This time. <laughs> well, yeah, they're there. They're, they're just never printed them. Well, so now, now it can be told. Now they'll be complete, I assume. Yes. The mm-hmm. master tapes have all been brought back together. So that seals its sketch. You've got to buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like a, sca- a, lo- a really long sketch play. Yeah, it's a really long game on Sketch here that we're doing. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's almost that time, eh? It's I'm, yeah, I'm I think it is. Just on this, forget about Zine Quest. <laughs> oh man, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, um, wow. I I would say so. Take us out, Judge James. Oh, um, all right. Well. Thanks. Uh, this has been uh, Spellburn, your host, uh, uh, Judge Julian, Judge Jen, myself, Judge James. Uh, mega thanks, of course, to Glitter Wizard and Loot the Body and St. Carlaw for their permission to use their music. Uh, this will be on Spellburn.com soon for all the podcasting folks out there. Don't forget, we still 
need your email, your precious, precious email. Especially Julian. He whines about it all the time. All the time. All the time. And that's it. Thanks for to, for our guest, the Purple Planet Horde. Thanks for being here, guys, and representing. It was great to have you on. Thank you, guys. Thank you.